What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. Give yourselves a round of applause. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You are here with the Bruce Wayne of this, the speaker of truth, and the king of content here on social media. Hey, do me a favor. Go in the links in the description box below. Follow me on all channels, all mobile platforms, all platforms, all social media sites, and whatever. Because you never know. New, 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 new world order. You never, never know. All right. Shout out to the coach gang and the 10 tools up gang. And that's you. Lady, send me those feed pictures. This is going to be a great show. The media said hit them up. All right. On the manosphere. We're going to talk about that. This is going to be one of those fantabulous shows. Coach is going to walk the line against the, you know what I'm saying. You know, announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Yes, we're over on Rumble. We're on the alt platforms. We're on all of those things. So uh, people often ask me if we're over there. We're over there. All right, don't worry about it. Coach has got it covered. Uh, some places, though, you know, everything's popping up and all that stuff. We got some great topics today. We're going to uh, say rest in peace to one of the realest ones on TikTok, unfortunately. We're going to have to tell them rest in peace. All right, we'll get to that real quick. Um, and then we're going to talk about uh, it's in your face now. All right. Despite the fact that you clicked on my face, we're going to show you a couple of things here. That's going to be an indicator of it's right in your face. All right. They putting it right in your face here. I got to click on something real quick. Um, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the impact. There's an article that just came out. The impact of divorce on children is actually seen as worse than an impact of a death of a parent. So educators are finding out that the impact of divorce affects children way more than the impact of a, a fa not a family member, a parent's death. And I just talked about that yesterday. And I was talking about this for the last previous few years that divorce is like a death. All right. Remember I said that. And I actually had somebody uh, once tell me that divorce is like a death. And I actually took that along somebody told me that probably five years ago um and this goes into the next topic we're going to talk about cnn going hit them up style on the manosphere and what they missed conveniently what they missed in this particular article and yet again we see that this is a tactical uh plan that they have to not have a meeting of the minds not try to meet in the middle no, nope, it's never a meeting of the minds. It's never a meeting in the middle. It's ignore everything that's going over there, and they're going to label it as something, and it's strate strategically done what they're doing, and then they're going to label it as something and then just say all of those people needed to be their They don't need their rights. All right, take away all their civil rights as a human being and uh, just ignore them, subvert, and then go along. By the way, I've been also telling you, and shout out to um, our brother Dennis Sterling, who once mentioned – all right, he once mentioned this, and it was a it was a definitely an enlightening moment when he mentioned this. Uh, when he said, uh, you know, he was like, they're watching. You know, I always tell you they're watching, and I'm not talking out of paranoia, and I'm not trying to make a us versus them mentality. But you know, when you get the numbers, type of numbers that people get here, uh, people are watching you, not just fans, not just supporters. Yeah, people watching you out of curiosity, people watching you for learning, people watching you to try to understand. And there's also people watching you from agencies in the building. New, 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 new and Dennis Sterling said, you know, all of the content creators that if you ever want to be a content creator in this sphere, just know, he said, all of the content creators have files with any alphabet organization, if you will. 
uh, that does investigations. Not only that, the media is watching. All right. So just keep that in mind when you celebrate uh, statistics and you celebrate followers and, and subscribers that many of the people that start to watch you are watching you in the in the form of investigation. All right. So they do have a file. Dennis Sterling says you have a file with some of these places and it's real in the field. So consider that if you want to ever get um, involved in this. And it doesn't matter if you're a male content creator or a female content creator. Doesn't matter if you're a male content creator or a female content creator. And oddly enough, the female content creators in this so-called space, which they lump in as the manosphere, uh, watch them do some shuffling too. <laughs> They're going to do some shuffling. They're going to do some shuffling. And not only are those people watching, we have celebrities watching us, rappers, entertainers. Um, you know, when you get the type of, uh, when you get the type of numbers that we have over here, you get over 100,000, maybe I would say probably 80,000, 75,000. You get about 75,000 subs, you start, entertainers start watching you, rappers, all right? You can see the people who follow me on social media sites um, and they are following me however they are following me. Uh, you become one of the people that are making an impact on the world. And, uh, you know, these, these people who write scripts, media writers like Hollywood, they're writing us in their scripts. They're actually doing shows um, I think like CSI or some of them have done shows related to something like, you know what I mean? They've written scripts based on some of these things and concepts that we come up with and they just slightly twisted. So I can't sue them. All right. So when, when, when content creators get really defensive about their brand and who said what, and when they said it, all right, it's because more likely than not in a year, five, 10 years, they're going to be people writing scripts and movies based on this. Right. They're going to be rappers picking out lines. I've heard Kevin Samuel's name. There was a there was an RB song by a woman. And I wish I would have because I was driving in my truck. I wish I would have picked it up. I was driving to Las Vegas from Los Angeles. And I heard her sing a song and talk about it. She mentions Kevin Samuels in the song. All right. So um, and I can't remember who the artist was. I meant to try to um, what do you call it? I meant to try to record it and try to see if I could find it. But that's what I'm talking about. So, uh, yeah. So when um, <laughs> script writers made coach as white and married. Hey, look, uh, here's the, it was, a, oh, Summer Walker. Was it Summer Walker? All right. Some people know who it is. All right. Summer Walker. Kanye mentions Kevin Samuels. A couple of people said they, yeah. So that's what I'm talking about. It was Summer Walker. She kind of was singing something and I had to listen. I was like, did she say Kevin Samuels in the, in that song? She did. So, uh, this is how big it impacts. Or other people saying it was Ari Lennox and whatnot. Yeah, I meant to Shazam it, but I couldn't get to it really quick. So just think about that. And I know Andrew Tate's name is probably going to be coming up in some rap songs and all of that stuff. So never think, if you're a content creator, uh, never think comedians aren't watching you, taking notes. I know it to be a fact. All right. You know, I've, I've showed you a couple examples of, that sounds just like me. Um, a couple people. Um. It, that tends to happen too, but it's all good. It's all good. Anyway, we got great topics today. Do me a favor. Dollar sign CGA lies. How you contribute to today's show on the cash app. It is Friday. I got money. Somebody just got paid. A couple people, a couple people lost a job. <laughs> Come on, y'all. A couple people lost a job this week. And coach gang is international, man. We definitely international. We go all overseas. We go uh, coast to coast. 
We go everywhere. We go everywhere. So uh, Dollar Sign CGA Live, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal. PayPal is going to be uh, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And I forgot to put it in again. Yet again, CGA is not on this job. <laughs> Where are we at here? CGA is not on this job. Oh, man, when I got to about 50,000 subscribers, I had a casting agent, and I looked her up. I Googled it and all of that. They were emailing and blowing up my phone. I had a casting agent trying to get me into um, some of those shows like 90, 90 Day Fiance, but they did another version of it. But I think their whole brand was all of those shows, whatever those shows that are like on TLC or something like that. And she was like, oh, we want to get you in and do an audition, and you can be like one of the people that they cut to when you provide advice regarding relationships i dropped the ball on that as you guys know people who hit me up for opportunities like i ain't with it i'm kind of focused on just content <laughs> but listen i know um people are like oh do this do that do this do that i'm like man let me just i just like this <laughs> you know there's there's opportunities but like i can't jump on everything because i've been offered a whole bunch of stuff radio radio shows oh come in and audition i'm like i ain't auditioning for shit y'all need to go ahead and drop that spotify deal <laughs> all right come in and audition if you'll be good for radio shows uh no nope no 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 tell me what you paying <laughs> pay what you weigh and let's do the deal shit hey have it signed up I want to see fat. I want to see fat numbers on the damn paper. I don't want to see no audition. I'm not coming in to uh, uh, read scripts. I ain't doing none of that shit. Mm. <laughs> Just drop the Spotify deal and then we can keep it moving. All right. That's all I'm focused on. I ain't trying to do this and take this exit and go off this exit and do this exit. If y'all want to do the work for me, do the work for me, man. You know what I mean? If y'all want to make this and do this and do this, do just call me up and say, Hey man, just do this. We'll, we'll take free agent lifestyle, slap it on there. Do it. Y'all doing the work. I ain't doing that shit. Otherwise I'm on the damn freeway. I'm on the freeway of love. Give me the damn numbers. And if y'all don't want to give me the damn numbers, I'll just stay right here. I'll go to, I'll, I'll do whatever I need to do. All right. If it ain't YouTube, it'll be something else. <laughs> Cause I'm not trying to get sidetracked. Anyway, <laughs> he says, do the, <laughs> what? All right. Anyway, man, put the numbers in front of you, man. Put the, put the paperwork. Let's get the lawyers in there. I'm not, I'm not auditioning for nothing. I don't want to be, I don't want to be in movies. All right. If I'm in the movie, tell me where the trailer is. Give me my trailer. Tell me what show I'm, I'm on. I, I've been an actor. I almost got my sad card, but I ain't auditioning. I don't have no aspirations to be in movies and all that shit, rap videos. But if y'all want me to make a cameo, let me know. Just slap it right there and I'll be there. <laughs> Somebody said, check my comments. Oh my God. Where? I mean, I, I have to do a show. What what comments? I'm going to check the comments. You mean the paid comments? I can't look at every comment. <laughs> All right, anyway, hold on for a second. I'm going to get to that. Did I pin uh, Did I pin it to PayPal? Yes, I did. All right, where are we at here? On Cash App. If you have a comment that you want me to look at, you got to put it in the PayPal because I can't watch comments and talk at the same time. All right, where are we at here? Dr. Thunder says, check this out too. All right, shout out to Dr. Thunder. All right, our educator. Uh, this is what they're missing out. We got a lot of men in education, man. We got a lot of men in degrees. We got a lot of men hiding in the shadows. You know what I mean? There's coach gang is international. There's members of the coach gang everywhere you go, even at your job. All right. Y'all both listening with y'all headphones like. 
monkey double backflip. <laughs> Y'all both laughing in your cubicle. All right, then human resources come, and then you code switch. Well, hello there, Helen. Yes, I have my TPS report. As a matter of fact, I'm ready for your meeting. You ready to take dictation? I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, where are we at here? Shout out to, who is this? Jay Moody says the manosphere is saving lives. That's what they're missing. Why aren't they acknowledging that? Young men are getting direction. There's people who are obviously, they're changing their lives. <laughs> they're changing their lives. Yeah, y'all be shuffling at work listening to me. It's okay. All right, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, shout out to you. Uh, what did he say? The Manosphere is changing lives. Pindar says, happy Friday, CGA. Have a blessed weekend. Oh, this weekend's going to be great. All right, I got a good mix of things going on. I got a great mix of things going on. Where we got going on here? Uh, well, what we here? Uh, XL Pro Services is in the building. Thank you for being back again. Pele Manuel is here again and again and again. And oh, Simon Small, hello. Donating to him, Junior College Tech Book Fund. Him, love him, Junior College Girls. All right. That's the one thing that they try to make you take you down on is you like young women. Oh, him a metaphile. <laughs> him a metaphile. They be like, they're setting him up on to catch a predator. You know how many probably they didn't hit me up on Instagram? Hi, I'm 18. I would love to be with you. And then I show up and the person ain't 18. <laughs> yeah. They underage. I don't ask for the driver's license. We got him. We got the metaphile. Sit over here. Sit down right here. So you said you were going to meet this girl. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I'll be like, huh? What? When? Where? All right. You can't get me, man. You can't get me because I'm not tempted by the I'm, my tummy's not tempted. All right. So I don't go out there to to chase down Instagram hookers. Like, I don't do that. So you're not going to, I mean, if you tried it, you're not going to catch me that way. You got, there's one way you can't catch me though, but why don't you take a seat over here, coach? All right. So shout out to uh, Everett B is in the building. Appreciate your work to educate and protect men. Yes, indeed. That's what we're doing around here. This is an education. This is an edutainment channel. Uh, sometimes, you know, a couple of people, they get offended. Oh, your geopolitical stance is absolutely horrible, horrendous. You're absolutely wrong. But as a matter of fact, you're right on divorce. You're wrong everywhere else. Look, Mitch, if you disagree, just disagree. We're never going to agree on politics. All right. And then some dude tried to call me out. You're wrong about France. France never gave up their colonial. And I was like, you dumb. I, I, they gave up all of their colonial pursuits in America. What are you talking about? They tried to call me out on that. You're absolutely wrong. France actually had great colonial presence in Africa. I wasn't even talking about France and Africa. I said they gave up their colonial pursuits in the United States, and they did. You're absolutely wrong. No, I was right. Uh, the, Louisiana, the Louisiana Purchase <laughs> by itself was a big old basically waving the white flag. They could not afford it. Napoleon said, hell with everything from hell with everything from western of Mississippi to Montana. We'll sell it to America for $15 million, and we'll skedaddle. But, of course, I was wrong. Him wrong. Him wrong about history. I'm like, you goofball. I'm not wrong. You wrong. They literally said that. The dudes in the comment section, you're wrong about France. France never gave up any other. Uh, Haiti had an entire revolt. <laughs> and that was one of the reasons they sold that flyover state land, that wasteland that it was the Louisiana Purchase. 
get your textbooks out. France was going bankrupt. Napoleon was like, holy crap. Haiti's re revolting. We got this wasteland that is the Louisiana Purchase Territory. I, I swear you guys are goofy. They had their hands full with England or Britain. I know what I'm talking about. Just say you disagree. <laughs> Just say you, I can't stand when people try to tell me I'm wrong or something. Just say you disagree. I'm not wrong. Now, every now and then, I'm, I'm almost always right before when I open my mouth. Well, I was talking about in Africa. Did I even mention Africa? I never mentioned Africa. You mentioned Africa. <laughs> you said I'm wrong. I mentioned America. Wowzers. <laughs> anyway, I'm actually, I'm always impressed by somebody that says that. Anyway, where are we at? Rational or rational? No, 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 no. Albert Ingram says mortgage rates hit 5.89%, the highest level since the 2008 housing crash. All right. Wow. It's crazy. I tell you what, I look at um, I look at what's happening with the housing market again. Some people might y'all, you're wrong about it. And I'm like, we kind of lived it before. And I lived it actually was in the profession at the time uh, prior the time prior to the housing crash. I took a break from coaching and started selling mortgages. All right. I was like I was eyewitness to it. And the things that I see, I don't see it as bad as the housing crash in 2008, but because people know what's going on, but it's going to be, there's going to be a backlash. There's going to be something that the bubble's going to burst. I mean, it's already doing it. And um, they're going to raise the interest rates overall. Again, it's going to affect the 10 year. Um, and uh, essentially the housing market's going to have a, it's going to come to a stall. And that's what they intend to do by raising the rates. So interesting. I don't know if it's the best time to buy a house right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, but it is what it is. They, they're, they're, we talked about this the other day, and they cut me off. Mm. They talked about this yesterday. They cut me off. But a lot of you guys are hope strategists about life. Again, a lot of you guys are hope strategists about life. Oh, no, not this time it will be different. <laughs> this time it's not going to be. It's not going to be that, Coach. No, absolutely not. I'm like, dude, we get ourselves in this trouble every about 20 years. Why do you guys have so much hope and faith? Trust history, trust past performance. Judge people by their past performances that people do the same thing and they get away with it. And then the shit hits the fan. And then I'm yeah, this time it'll be different. She said she would never do that. All right. This time my love is like no other love. Come on. It's the same story. Every time you get your hopes up and then it crashes. I don't care what it is you're talking about. You get your hopes up. Um, well, they know they know what to do this time. This time they won't ha let it happen. No, come on. Stop. It's going to happen again. It's going to happen again and it'll be OK. All right. Um, just adjust. Hope strategist, man. I tell you about not just about relationships and women, but just about life. Same thing. I, I would say the same thing about the pokey poke and all of that stuff. I remember when I said I was like, oh, man, we're going to a new normal. I said that in March. Some goofballs was in my comment section. We'll be back to normal by April 2020. I was like, mm. I was like, do you know what you're, do you study history? Do you study history? It is not going to be back to normal. He was like, by Easter, it'll be back to normal. We'll be right back to normal. They act like that. I was like, bro, we're not. I was like, we'll be back to normal. We'll be in a new normal in two years. Now, now, now you're a pessimist. 
You're doom and gloom. And here we go. Where are we at now? Coach Adamas is still in effect. Never doubt Coach Adamas. All right, dude, I got a lot of people over on PayPal, and I really appreciate y'all. Let me do three, and then I'll get out of there with the show. Hey, Coach, no government name. This is my donation to the Milk Dud Fund that you started yesterday. Yes, indeed. We're going to send a lot of women to college. He says, please put this towards affordable junior college tuition. I got you, brother. And he says, I hope to get invited to your $5.8 million home in 2023. Take me out with the, here we go. I've done some dumb things. I'll do dumb things again. Indeed. All right. Donating. If you guys didn't know, we started a fund in honor of the BLM, GNF, or GNO, whatever it is. We're going to do it. We're going to put it together. We're going to send a couple of flatbacks to college. Um, You know, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Shout out to No Government Name again. Been watching you for a minute. Thanks for all that you do. The best edutainment here on YouTube. All right. Shout out to you. And I hope, hope none of you guys got fired for listening to CGA. Because I know how it works in those NPC zones, man. Uh, Kaylin says, what's up, Coach? Does these so-called educated journalists who work for networks like CNN really don't know the true meaning of the word misogyny, as we call it over here, because we point out where women go wrong, sometimes it's considered hate. If we really truly hated women, I doubt Fresh and Fit would even have women on their show, and we've seen how crazy those women turn out to be. Lies sell more than truth. Yep. It does. It does. And, um, you know, I think we'll talk about what they're doing. And some people that are part of the problem, like they're creating a problem, they don't even know what they're doing. I don't, I'm sure they don't know what they're doing. Caitlin says divorce is a death that women create statistically 80% of the time. That is true. I'm sure the mainstream media would consider that misogynist. All right. Let's, Talk about this. All right, now come back to those contributions, man. Thank you, brothers, for being here. Let's talk about this. Little Duval set the internet on fire at one particular time. I don't know if this sign is real, but this is what I'm talking about. It's in your face. I once said dating, um, uh, courting turned into dating, dating uh, turned into prostitution and end of story. We live in a culture where we have a lot of celibates. We have a lot of situations where women are marketing and they're basically saying the bottom line is going to be what you earn. Remember, they came up with the term economically economically attractive. And then they changed it when they got backlash. All right. And then they were like, oh, okay, you have to make over six figures. And then men backlash because then we said, well, only 10, 20, 10, 15% of people make over six figures. Most of them married. So your pickings are going to be slim. There's a lot of people that women that say you got to pay for one, two, three dates. And they're putting it always in a monetary situation. Then they say, we don't want scrubs. We don't want broke men, dusties, and all of these things. And then when we say the average salary of a black man is $44,000, well, this is uh, reprehensible, right? So this woman has a sign. Not sure if this sign is real, but this woman has a sign, and this sign tells all. It says right here, stop hiding prostitution with, quote, I don't date broke men. Holy moly, let me just tell you. I got money. Let me just tell you, because we see what it is, and you're going to see later, I'm going to prove once again that we are in a celibate society. You would think that would be positive religiously, but we're not in that type of celibate. We're in a S-E-L-L dash A dash B-I-T. We sell a bit. Women have been selling a bit. Now, the normie women are selling a bit. All right, as you guys know, if you join my members content, you're seeing this on a regular basis, but they're no longer hiding it. I don't date broke dudes. Oh, you're flying yourself in. You're getting flued in. Yes, indeed. 
Uh, let me show you this real quick. Uh, let's see if I can pull this up. I might have to turn the volume down on this one because there's copywritten music and they catch me every time. They never let me slide. So let me put this up. Take a look at this. Uh, this is a woman here. I don't know who these people are. But I've been warning you about your sisters. I told you about the Jason Pope situation. I told you about that boat situation, uh, that, that, that vote video that I can't seem to find. Somebody probably shared it in my DMs and I've never looked at it. The definition of real love. Take a look here. Take a look here. Where does this stem from? This that Bedouin stuff. Let's go ahead and roll the film here. Uh, let's go ahead and roll the film. Wait a minute. Roll it. All right, hold up. Let me refresh it. There's, there it is right there. She traveling. She enjoying her love. White man got his hands all on it. Look at it, bro. Look at that, bro. Sisters, oh, she got her deodorant stains on her arm. Sisters have been known to do this. As a matter of fact, sisters have been uh, talking about this since the other day. We just shared a video of that one woman that was mad that that white boy didn't pick any black women going 50 dates, 50 states. But take a look here. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't even date this woman at any age. But anyway, uh, there he is right there rubbing up all on your niece, rubbing up all on your daughter, rubbing up all on your sister, rubbing up all on your cousin. Okay. <laughs> all right. There she is. And he is. He and he in heaven. He in the junior college, boy, I tell you, she getting flowed out, flown in, flown around and all of that. Now, what do you call this? Come on, man. Now, look, let's just say, let's just say he was showing this. He said, look at what I'm doing to this bed, which I mean, look at what I'm doing to this black woman. They would be appalled. But because she's saying this is the true definition of real love, it is what it is. And of course, the comment section is Liddy. Of course, black women, I love that for her. All right. And a lot of women want to get this. And listen, I'm not mad. I'm not mad that you can get this. My man got the jowls, man. He looking like Droopy the dog. But but take a look at what's happening here. See, game is dead. Dating is dead. All right. It's dying a, a, a horrible death. Um, But uh, it is what it is. Right. Let me go ahead and take that down. <laughs> I thought that was fun. What about this? Uh, remember when K.S., Seems like I haven't turned my air conditioning on. I might have to take a break. But uh, remember, KS was talking about, of course, he 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 drove the point home, and a lot of people caught on to it when he was like, if men have money, they can cheat. And people misunderstood what he meant. But what he was saying is they can exercise their options, okay? Which is not a secret. It's not a secret. It's in, in the land of Normieville, attacking that point is ridiculous, right? Because... A lot of people don't really understand, but check this out. This is a woman, and I'm going to think I'm going to have to turn the music down on this as well. Let's go ahead and turn the music down. This woman, and when the when women when women do memes and recreations, there's a lot of truth in what they're trying to uh, point out. It says right here, when your husband is a billionaire and you catch him cheating, when your husband is a billionaire and you catch him cheating, here it is right here. She comes in. Oh, she hears the clap, clap. And all of a sudden, I don't see nothing. I don't see nothing. Yep, let him do what he needs to do. Let me just go ahead and close the door, all right? So this is it right here. Now, this is just the reality of the situation. And these are the points that KS and men like myself and men like the best, the greatest of the greatest in this sphere is sometimes we get economically better ourselves and we realize that women will put up with this. They will change the rules for you because you have the money or you're alpha or you're masculine. But for the betas, alphas up, uh, alpha Fs, beta bucks, 
for the betas, you never really understand it. And so you're a hundred, you're a hundredaire. But until you reach thousandaire, millionaire, and billionaire status, then you start seeing women change the rules for you, right? You start seeing the women change for you rules for you. But here it is right here. You see this? Um, and you will find women that will be overwhelmingly, oh, okay, I don't care about, yeah, see, yeah, I don't care about, um, I don't care about monogamy. All of a sudden, they don't care about monogamy no more. All of a sudden, they say, just don't put it in my face. All of a sudden, they'll be like, oh, you know, I'll be in a polygamous relationship. Oh, of course. So it's in your face now. It's no longer a joke. It's no longer a what if. And women aren't hiding it. They're putting their true and real intentions out there. Okay, And I think what people have to get to is when this happens, you're seeing a changing of the tide. And we're ahead of the game. We're calling this changing of the tide out. Some of us by experience, some of us by uh, close association, but we're experiencing this change and we're ahead of the game. People are trying to drag men back to the plantation, if you will. And the plantation is filled with nothing but slaves that have no future freedom. You don't have anything free, right? Um. Let's talk about this. Rest in peace to a real one. We got to go ahead and hit the gong for our boy. And I'm sad to say, I'm sad to say, because I enjoyed his short presence. We're going to have to hit the gong for one white wolf. White wolf gets annihilated by TikTok. Let's go ahead and click. Page not available. Oh, man. White Wolf gone. Nobody. Wow. He got eviscerated all because he was him like the junior college. Oh, man, that's just absolutely disappointing, man. And I tell you, there's some people, the only existence here. I don't know if you remember watching the show. He was the individual that was on a boat. He had the boat and he had junior college girl, junior college. He had junior college girl and he was calling them britches. All right. And he was showing the lifestyle and he was showing what these young girls are doing uh, when they're when they're away for spring break, when they're taking a weekend tra- trip to the lake, when they're taking a girl's trip and you're, you're, they leave their little boyfriends at home at college. All right. When they are leaving their parents house and they're just going to go away from the weekend. All right. Somebody said he sold about. But I hope I did it. But I did give him some attention. So a lot of times that happens. You know, I say, hey, look at this guy over here. All right. But. Think about this, okay? Think about this. Look at the debauchery that is on TikTok. This is what I <laughs> this is what I despise about this. What TikTok is. TikTok overwhelmingly panders to people from the age of 13 all the way up until 20. All right, this is what got Andrew Tate in trouble, in my opinion, because he started growing on TikTok pretty fast, and you have a lot of snowflakes over there. And then eventually those snowflakes or those young boys start repeating what he's saying in school, all right, or in front of their mothers. And their mother's like, where are you learning this stuff? And then they go on the TikTok, and this side, you get banned. So um, look at what's over there on TikTok. You got a women, oh, a lot of women there that are selling themselves. You got a lot of women on YouTube selling themselves, right? They have themselves as a lifestyle channel, but really they have an OnlyFans. And they're driving content over there. And everybody knows this is happening. It's the same thing as on Instagram. And they let this fly. They let it fly. Nobody says anything. And this is one of the points that this article is going to miss. This is changing the culture. 
And what they want men to do is just stay in a traditional box. You stay in this box over here. We do all the change. And then we we railroad you for not changing with us. And so people like a white wolf can go over there and have fun with young women. We actually, and it's off, it's off base. Meanwhile, that young black woman that showed herself with that old white man and she said it's true love, they let it slide. They let it slide. Oh, yeah, it's fine. That's absolutely fine. Same thing as what we do over here. They got naked yoga over there, right, on the same platform. And then over here, if I was to show the naked yoga, if I shared it on my screen, they'd be like, nope. They'd be like, nah, you can't do that. <laughs> You're like, what? If I put it on the thumbnail on myself, they would take the thumbnail down. But meanwhile, they can put the thumbnail on theirs and sell it. And then these people, it's absolutely mesmerizing what's going on. So rest in peace to the white wolf. I don't, don't blame me. Don't blame me. But, you know, that's happened. That hasn't, that's happened before. Unfortunately, I've shared something and overwhelmingly it gets, as soon as it goes over there, so many people rush over there and give it attention. Then all of a sudden the wrong people get it. Um, anyway, <laughs> let's talk about this and I'll get to the super chats. Let's talk about point. Oh, that was point number one. All right. Anyway, editors take note. Uh, point number two, point number two is, is this right here. I talked about this yesterday, just yesterday. And I've talked about it before. This isn't the first time I talked about it, but yesterday I made a point driving it home that divorce is like a death. And sometimes when you get a divorce, you probably need therapy. Both people need therapy to heal. And we talked about the, the post-divorce is actually worse than the divorce itself. It tends to be because the gains start to uh, begin and then the wounds never heal. And then people start playing games. Then they continue to play games, right? But let's talk about this. Divorce appears to have a bigger impact on children's educational attainment than a parental death. And I just said that, and I've been saying it for quite a long time. And we start, we need to start looking at divorce as a death. And then I think people will take it seriously. But what we do in our country is that we do, we put these men out here, 80% of women file for divorce. They blame the guy. They victim, they victim, they make themselves the victim. They take the guy's money and they take the guy, the, the kid's children away from them. And then all of a sudden they, they say, well, what's wrong with you? Who hurt you? That's an indicator of that. That man went through a significant death. He went through a financial death. He went through a death with his children. He went through a death of his legacy and his lineage. He went through a death of his personal relationship. Everything's changed. And so did she. So did she. Actually, divorce impacts women statistically uh, harder over time. The first two or three years, not. But after that, it's, it's, a, disa it's a disaster for her financially. And, well, the, everybody should acknowledge that. I don't know why people aren't telling women, hey, since you're filing for divorce, this is going to wreck you long term. Nobody tells them that. They just go ahead and file the paperwork and then think it's going to be a better life. And it's going to be a worse life for them. Okay. So I don't feel bad for them that they wreck their lives because you're the ones filing for the divorce. Okay. You're the one that wanted to get married. You're the one that probably pressed him to get married. And then you file for the divorce. And then you're mad that your life turned out a disaster. I also talked about the karma effect of divorce because many times, let's just say the divorce is amicable. There's still a negative effect. I just talked about this yesterday. There's still a negative effect on the children, and you won't see it until 15 years down the line. For instance, the amount of men, let me go full screen on this one so the media can see this. The amount of men that grew up in single-parent households 
despite the fact that these princess warriors and these strong and independent and these magic, mystical, magical women raise these young boys under duress, under strong uh, circumstances, you celebrated the mystical, magical princess warrior single mom only to find out that these young boys eventually got set up for divorce. These young boys eventually fell, fell into the same trap. These men end up being treated like the single mother treated the father of that child, right? Now that child's an adult. He gets divorced, grape the kingdom come. He gets his children ripped from him. And the woman who did the same thing to his father is now looking at the karma effects of her decision in the future, in the past. You see, that effect has never even been investigated. The result of the amount of men who turn into Tyrese's, the result of a lot of men that turn into these wannabe R&B blue pill love machines and judge their ego and their reputation on the fact that they got a woman or can get women ultimately become victims later in the mom, your single mom, you're talking to your single mom on the phone. <laughs> she took my kids. She divorced me. I didn't see it coming. And your single mom looking like this. I see nothing. I see nothing. She starts being sympathetic for the woman in your life that is causing this death and this pain. Not only that, she's looking back saying, damn, that sounds exactly what I did to your daddy. That's exactly what I did to your daddy. But she can't tell you that. But she's experiencing this karma. So what I'm saying is, yo, what we have to understand about divorce, you might not feel the effects immediately. You might not feel the effects for 10 years. But when your children become adults, you're, you may feel the effects full force. And you only have yourself to blame. You only have yourself to blame. Like, damn, it finally came back to hit me. Okay, so here it is right here. Let's, let's, let's review this. I'll read the title. This is what you should consider. Divorce appears to have a bigger impact on children's educational attainment than a parent's death. Says right here, it is well known that divorce and death can have a profound effect on children, but how does that impact the children's future educational attainment? A study published in the demographic research, and I hope CNN is listening to this because you missed this part, CNN. Okay. Says right here, says this, it suggests that children of divorce tend to have a lower educational attainment than children of parental death, but the impact differs by resources in uh, country context. Losing a parent or having one parent divorce in the childhood can have adverse effects and adverse impacts on children, including lower level of support and decreased well-being. Since family is integral to educational opportunities, divorce and death can have significant effects on children's outcomes. Significant factors that influence educational attainment are familial resources. Now, I've been saying this. What people call white privilege is nothing but family privilege. See, what you think is a privilege of white society tends to be they tend to have more stable two-parent households. So you see the results of that. And then later on, you see that, that that child that was in your class has elevated and you didn't. And I say, that's family privilege. It ain't white privilege. You're running around here think single mothers can make it happen. Statistically, they don't. Every now and then, someone will slip through the cracks and become successful. And they'll put that person up on a pedestal. But a single mother raised men 
do uh do horribly in society horribly horribly so this is family privilege and this is exactly guys i said this yesterday about uh blm i was like what people need to do is get away from these movements emotional movements and go back to the home go back to the household i support two parent households despite that the, despite the fact that i'm a free agent I think two parent households would be the best thing to do. Unfortunately, our society is not promoting that. So why would I promote it to you? Society is actually walking you down the damn um, razor blade, a, a razor blade slide with alcohol on your ass or whatever that phrase is. They're walking you down to a death trap. So I tell you, don't do it until they fix the system or you fix yourself. I support two parent households, but the society doesn't. So why would I tell you to do it? says right here, um, the significant factors that influence the educational attainment are familiar resources, including finances. It's always about money. It's always about money. I got money. says right here, culture. I mean, I talk about that all the time. There's some people that have no culture, and your culture is hip-hop, which is despicable. Mm. All right? And uh, social connections. <laughs> it's no secret how to have a successful life in this country. There's no secret. You need a two-parent household, period. Odds are you'll be successful. I will play that video if we have time. When a household uh, becomes a single-parent household, there may be less resources, time, and money for the child, negatively affecting their education. This study seeks to uncover the nuances of these consequences. Wow. Um. Listen, I'll leave a link in the description box on here. Because I don't want to take up all of your time with my reading skills or lack thereof. But they're saying broken homes are worse than one parent dying, which is significant. Imagine if you guys have ever experienced parental death. All right. It's devastating, especially for a young person. They're saying divorce is worse than that. <laughs> I've been telling you this. And this is why. The manosphere gets a bad label because they want to promote, oh, you can do it on your own. Oh, we can break up the family. Oh, everything will be all right. Uh, they treat you, uh, they treat the black community like, uh, they treat you like slaves, lower level individuals who can't understand things. Ah, uh, don't worry about it. It'll all work itself out. They pity you. They throw pity all over you and you take it and you let it rain down on you. Oh, pity me, pity me. When it's simple, keep the family together before you make kids. Marry before you carry. All right, don't divorce the man. Stick through it. There's no better. You're going to end up worse if you divorce him. I know you're going to get a little bit of money from the state. You're going to end up worse. People should start promoting that, but they don't. And they let these women divorce, divorce, divorce with no fault divorce, break up homes, break up homes, carry before they marry, and it never works out. You're killing your kids. You're absolutely devastating your kids and your families. And then you point to what, what the, what's the problem? Police brutality, uh, white supremacy, and all of it. No, let's just get it straight. It's the fact that you guys can't keep your family together. But again, I guess the state benefits because they get the children back and they get to make them slaves and the cycle continues. Um, if I could find that one video of uh, the privilege here. I love to play that video. Let me see here. Privilege in the race. Privilege. Race. Let me see if I could do that. Um, it's a liberal pandering video, but. Oh, they tried the same social uh, experiment here. Oh, this is the one. I'll show it really quickly here. I, this is one of my favorite videos. It kind of shows 
where the privilege lies. All right, we'll show it really quick here. Then we'll get on to the super chats. Let's go ahead and share it. Line up. Line fair up. use. Everybody, fair use. Fair use. Up. We're about to race. We're about to race. Everybody line up. Line up. All right. There's the flatbacks. Hello. All right. Look at all the flatbacks here. They just got off of the boat. Shoulder, shoulder. Take all right. The, the basketball team is there. Even the white boy, the white point guard that can shoot the hell out of that ball. You know he can shoot. You know they always had that white dude who can. He never misses. All right. But his defense is atrocious. All right. But he's on the team, too. All right. But the other brothers are there on scholarship. Continuing. Take off your backpacks. Basketball. Line up. We're about to race. Oh, look at the Kayleys in the building. Hey, we, right. are, we are racing for a $100 bill. The winner of this race will take this. A $100 bill. Before I say go, I'm going to make a couple statements. If those statements apply to you, I want you to take two steps forward. If those statements don't apply to you. All right. All right. I want you to stay right where you're at. All right. Here we go. Take two steps forward. Uh-oh. If both of your parents are still married. Mm. All right. All right. Okay. So right here, right there, just a two-parent married household. You're going to see where the advantage takes you. How many people have that? what those advantages then are going to give you because every advantage from then on will result from better economics and two-parent household. Now, the people who don't have the two-parent household will be forever set back. They'll never advance to get the next benefit. They'll never advance to get the next benefit. Let's go ahead and watch. Take two steps forward. If you grew up with a father figure in the home. Oh, boy. All right. So show the results of that. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So again, it's one of the same. You have two parents that marry, and then you have a father figure. These look who's still back. Look who's back. Look who's not advancing. He's like this. He's like, he's like this. Oh shit. <laughs> the basketball team all sitting back except the white boy that can shoot. Uh anyway, continuing. Take two steps forward if you had access to a private education. Private school. All right, so private school. I always I, I've sent my kids to private schools for several years. There's an advantage there. All right. It's not that it's all going to be better than public schools, but that's, that's an advantage because then the universities, then the opportunity is going to be there. There's less, there's less knuckleheads there. People are always like, well, public, private school is not that much better than public school. All right. Uh, in general, it is. And in general, the people who can afford it generally have their kids do better. Generally, not always. There's some good pop, public schools, but compared to the majority of public schools, no. So if you have a two-parent household, odds are they're able to afford or have prepared to get you that advantage. Continuing. Take two steps forward if you had access to a free tutor growing up. Free tutor. Free tutor. All right, even the big old Humpty Dumpty right here. Okay, so look. Look at the picture here. Look who's back here. Uh, that's the cameraman. He don't count. Boom. This brother has not moved yet. And it looks like I can't tell if that's a white boy or a white girl. I can't tell. All right. This brother hasn't moved one step. Take two steps forward if you've never had to worry about your cell phone being shut off. Oh, boy. Oh, look at all the – look, man. Oh, my God. Okay, so a lot of us that grew up with single mothers always had utilities cut off. Many of us had our single mothers put their utilities in our name and Social Security. 
But look at these steps they're taking and look back here. Look at these brothers back here. They standing there with their eyes, their arms folded. They done. Now, this is what CNN, this is what CNN doesn't cover. This is what they're leaving out. And they're just calling us misogynists. Continue. Brother. Take two steps forward if you've never had to help mom or dad with the bills. Oh, boy. That's a big one right there, brothers. The bills. You need to help me with these bills. I told you how ignorant that is. Well, you need to pay for my bills. That's an ignorant, because it's low level. It's low level. It's that basic adult responsibility to be able to pay your bills. But a lot of people grow up. You need to help me with these bills. You need to go get a job. You need to go bag groceries, right? Instead of getting a free tutor, going to private school. You see what I mean? These people get the advantage. Meanwhile, you bagging groceries. They going to private school, spring break, traveling, going to backpack in Europe, and you bagging groceries. Continuing. Take two steps forward if it wasn't because of your athletic ability. You don't have to pay for college. A big one. Another thing. See, that's a financial advantage. Um, Take two steps forward if you never wondered where your next meal was going to come from. Food insecurity. Food insecurity. How many How many of us grew up with food insecurity? We, we laugh about this, and we actually say um, that if you didn't struggle and you didn't eat sugar sandwiches and syrup sandwiches, you were not a real black person. Remember when we had government cheese and we could cut the cheese and it was cut. See, we actually laugh and celebrate and we actually try to create this. You missed out if you didn't have this narrative of food insecurity. Right. But in this situation, it was an advantage from the beginning. Continuing. I want you guys up here in the front just to turn around and look. All right, now here's the guilt part. This is the part I don't like about this video. Now they're going to guilt the people that had the advantage to go look at the people who had the disadvantage. Unfortunately, these people didn't create the disadvantage. It was who? Their family. Their family set them up for failure with this narrative that the single mother works and the two, you could do it alone and raise these kids and get rid of the dad and get child support and the dad is a player and a pimp. Now they're going to make these people feel guilty. Continuing. Every statement I've made has nothing to do with anything any of you have done. Has nothing to do with decisions you've made. Everything I have said has nothing to do with what you've done. We all know these people up here have a better opportunity to win this hundred dollars. Does that mean these people back here can't race? No. We would be foolish to not realize We've been given more opportunity. We don't want to recognize that we've been given a head start. So the parents who set their kids up and gave them a head start, they're bad. The parents that set their kids up for failure, they're the good people. All right. Don't don't blame them either. Don't blame them either. Right. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. So, so. So in this situation, it's the they're probably going to say black men caused this, right? It was Jermaine's fault. Jermaine knocked me up. He didn't take care of his responsibility. He left. He went to go get milk. He went to go get cigarettes. He never came back. He didn't want to be with the kids. He left. He moved to another state. But the reality is we have. Now, there's no excuse. They still got to run their race. You still got to run your race. But whoever wins this $100... Look at this, brother. I don't even know if he's in the drill, but he way back here, bro. I don't I don't think he's in the drill. I think these people are the back of the line. If he's in the back, he's in the back. 
it'd be extremely foolish of you not to utilize that and learn more about somebody else's story. Now we need to. Because the reality is. Now we need to learn about everybody's story. Here we go. Yeah. I grew up in New Orleans in a shotgun house in the ward. And yeah, poor me, old me. Oh, I'm a victim. My mama was a hoe and a prostitute. And then my daddy was a pimp and a player. Meanwhile, you rap about it. Y'all making records about it year after year, day after day. Oh, poor, poor me, poor me. And you white folks, man, you guys got white privilege. Y'all out here, this is an institutional racism. Okay. Now, now we got to hear this story. This was a fair race, and everybody was back on that line. I guarantee you some of these black dudes would smoke all of you. Yeah, but, but they're not going to smoke you, right? Because look at the decisions. Look at the culture. That article lined it out, the culture. All right, look at what we promote. Look at, the, um, look at, the, look at what we promote. Look at what we birth. Look at what we look to avoid. We throw a shield on it. But now, oh, these black guys will smoke you. Of course we would. I, I believe, and I've always said, the, the black culture, black men in particularly, have made such a great impact on our society, if not the world. Just imagine if we got our ship together. They made a movie about this called Get Out. That was the whole premise of the movie, Get Out. Imagine if you took your talents and you combined it with work ethic. That was the entire movie. Take the white worth ethic and their inferior genetics, combine it with the superior genetics and mentality of uh, black men, and then combine it, you make the superior person. That's the movie Get Out. <laughs> but this is what they're saying right now. And it's only because you have this big of a head start that you're possibly going to win this race called life. That is a picture of life, ladies and gentlemen. Nothing you've done has put you in the lead that you're in right now. When I say go. Now, now they're going to be like, now run the race. I remember at the beginning, it's $100 at the beginning. Now run the race with the advantages that were made by conscious decisions of adults that you put yourself in, that you put the karma in that has resulted in the negative impact of your children. Now run the race. Who do you think going to win? Who do you think is going to win? He says, life is not fair. I agree. I agree. But now who do you think is going to win? And who do you think the people in the front are going to feel guilty about winning the race now? After you done heaped on them. Look at them brothers in the back. They would beat you. Now let's watch them run the race. Here we go. On your mark. Get set. Look, they right at the finish line. All the private school, two-parent, married, households with fathers and tutors and paid college. All these people right here. The finish line right here. Jermaine way back there. You think these people are going to finish the race? Or you think they're going to let the brothers in the back win? Go. Oh, oh, brothers already got. Dang. Oh, I'm telling you, brothers, man, you're missing out on your potential. All right, you got to get out of the community. You're missing out on your potential. Not only that, the, the, you guys are very good with creating things. Very good at, we are. Very good, talented, genetically, physically. Got to get the mentality right. Got to get out of the cycle because these brothers done passed up everybody. Now, here we go right here. If you didn't learn anything from this. That All right. Anyway, let's get to these super chats. <laughs> oh, feel bad for feel bad for them. Feel bad for them. You know what I need? Well, you know what's going to fix it all? 
I know exactly the fix to this. <laughs> now they feel bad because they didn't get the hundred dollars. Well, it wasn't you. It was the narratives in the culture that we create. But I know one great fix to this. And uh, let's go ahead and see if we can pull it up. I know the one thing that's going to change it. Hey, I told you to do Biden. How we done lost a damn vote? We done lost a vote. That's going to go to Trump. God damn. Worshiping these people like they're fucking God. Ain't nobody worshiping them. But damn it, Chris, we need somebody in there with motherfucking sense. Now, she's very passionate about her politics, and this is because she's guilty. She's absolutely guilty. She made the mistakes and caused the mistakes of her own. Now her children are feeling the effects. So now she's got to drag all of them to the polls to do your boy, right? Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> mm, I agree. You look like a freshman. Hello. <laughs> you like it. And I look like young, so yeah. All right. I'm pretty sure I deserve an insanely rich guy. Let's catch up on all the PayPals, all right? Uh, appreciate y'all. We got uh, the Jimmy ZTT says, I can already feel today's entertainment is going to be legendary. RIP to KS and T-Mon. Shout out to the CGA Human Resources Department, all of the private investigators, and most of all, the coach and the coach gang. Appreciate you, Jimmy. We'll get into the main event here in about 10 minutes. Uh, we got Chairman Mo. Over in, uh-oh, my computer done froze up. He says, Chairman Wells said, uh, uh, good morning, coach. What you said about turning down all the deals to do auditions and stuff like that is 1,000% correct. The people who want you to do this stuff are just trying to get your audience base for free. It is BS. He says, I see the same thing, too, when education technology companies in China try to get me to do consulting for free. He says, nope, nope. He says, I'm not doing anything for free. Give all of those parasites and mouth breezes the buzzer. Buzzer. Yep. You're not going to. And then what tends to happen is they derail you. They end up watering down your product. You get distracted. Hey, man, I'm not doing anything. I'm not power. I, well, I'm power hungry, but I'm not fame hungry. Like, I'm not trying to do all that and all that. You know what I mean? I'll stay low, low profile, low key. Shout out to Shaquille D. Paul's in the building. Shaq Daddy's in the building. It's not Shaq. It's not Shaq. <laughs> Shout out to you. But uh, Kevin W., he says more banks are looking to emulate Bank of America's no down payment program. Yep. They're going to jump on board and a lot of dudes are going to get hoodwinked and bamboozled. Some people will do well. Like if I did it, I'll be fine. <laughs> but most people are not going to do well. They're not going to fare well. And you're going to have 20 years of bad luck as a result. Potentially, allegedly. Shout out to Shaquille. He says, how you doing? He says, how you know I'm snickering at work right now? Karen wants to, oh, Karen want to laugh too. He says, I have to code switch to keep my job. All right, I can't imagine you watching this show. You got your tie on, you got your polo shirt on and your khakis and you sniggling, you sniggling all on the side. <laughs> Every time I crack a joke, 
All right, shout out to everybody sniggling at work. All you sniggles at work, man. How dare you? All right, shout out to Jay Cool. He says, did the coach take a L? The Bills won convincingly. Yes, I did take that L. He says, I will listen to this stream at the gym this afternoon. I did. I said the Rams was going to win. I should have. I should have not said nothing. The Bills look fantastic, by the way. They're definitely a content. They're definitely one of the favorites. Shout out to. We're going to call you. Is it KT? That's not KT the King. He says the woman holding that sign is at Black Man's Keeper Official on Instagram. She advocates for black men and speaks on women's hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. (laughs) Hypocrisy. But uh, yeah, okay. uh, So the sign was real, KT? Okay, interesting. And she was dressed in a particularly religious garb. So I can pretty much assume that she's speaking from a good perspective. Shout out to no government name. Speaking on women changing the rules for men with money. I watched, who did you watch? Anthony Mason. What happened to him in the Charlotte nightclub? Anthony Mason was a pit bull. He says in the late 90s, pass a piece of paper to a woman for her name and number. The paper already had three women's name on it. Wow. And the numbers. She added her info below the other three numbers with no hesitation. Oh, my gosh. I got money. Oh, man. But that's just a reality, right? But a lot of guys don't know that their future wives have done stuff like that. And really, I think in the future, it's going to be tougher because a lot of you guys will know what your future wife has done. It will be recorded and there will be no hiding it. You'll be able to pull it up. And then what will happen is you'll have to deal with. Like women are already doing this now. Oh, I'm, I did OnlyFans and I can't get date. Men are judging me. I did prawn in my past and I wanted a race and men are judging me. I can't get married in the future. In the next 10 years. That's going to be huge, huge, as Donald Trump says. That's going to be huge. Same thing with women just having Instagram portfolios. Eventually, you're going to look at her Instagram portfolio, and you're going to be like, good Lord, like, this is what you did? Like, mm. well, you can't judge me based on that. Everybody was doing it. They're going to look at their TikTok and be like, wow, like, mm, you was in these streets, huh? In these streets. It's going to be huge. And a lot of young ladies will not, they're going to miss out on opportunities to marry or they're going to be mad that men are judging them. They're going to call it misogyny. Chairman Mo talking, uh, thank you for talking about topic. Number two, I'm a school teacher working overseas. I have never taught in the public school indoctrination camp and I never will. How can you teach reading, writing, and arithmetic with more than half of your students are kids traumatized by divorce? This is true. From my experience, a lot of teachers don't want to talk about this openly. The teaching profession does not stand up and say enough with the ratchetness. They don't, the closest thing they'll do is they say, well, some parents don't come to parent-teacher conference, right? But they know that kid is struggling. They know that kid doesn't bring lunch. They know they don't bring snacks. They don't have snacks packed. So teachers, trust me, I know because I worked at a school. Teachers have a desk full of uh, protein bars and chewy bars for the kids. And they know these kids are being just destroyed. They don't get proper sleep. They don't get proper discipline. They don't get proper food and fed. And teachers have to put up with this. He says, I only had one colleague who agreed with me 
and that parents need to actually parent in public school if public school has a chance to be fixed. Shaking my head. Thank you for calling out the nonsense. Here's a contribution to the free coach junior college phone. Indeed. Guys, I've seen it. I've seen it. It's, it's, it's actually apparent. And that's where it starts. How do you go 12, 13 years of education? And then put the kid out, spit the kid out. The kid doesn't actually have a, a proper reading level. And then and then the other kids have a tr tremendous advantage after 13 years. And then you blame everything but the reason. You can't have a 13-year head start. <laughs> There's no way. And then think everybody's going to be equal. Can't. Can't, can't, can't. Shout out to no government name. My ex moved in with her boyfriend 12 months after his second divorce finalized. They merged 15 kids into one home. I tried to fight it in court. You're 100% correct on this topic. Who in the world, I mean, other than the Brady Bunch, who in the world think it's a good idea to put five teenagers together from broken home? I mean, that has got to be devastating. You're going to make those kids adjust. I'm, I'm of the opinion that parents, remember, I'm a, not an advocate of co-parenting. I'm not a big co-parenting fan. I think it's, I think it's a basically like splitting hairs. The courts are done with everybody trying to get full custody. They see the results. Uh, their courts are full. The juvenile courts are full. The jails are full. Their dockets are full. So these judges are like, we ain't got no time for this bullshit. So let's just do 50-50 right off the split. Okay. And then they're basically saying this is the better of this is like picking the better of the worst poisons, I suppose. I'm trying to figure out how to frame it. But I'm of the opinion that you put the kids in stability and stable household and you make the parents live out of a backpack and come back to the children. Right. Stop putting these kids in these ridiculous situations where they have to uproot everything and adjust to you because you can't fix relationship issues. The better of two evils, right? Because you are a hope strategist. You are a blue pill beta and you're going from relationship to relationship, trying to make it work in the most difficult of situations in which you're trying to raise kids and then you putting kids together. It's a damn colossal failure. Yeah, it's narcissism on a height. It's narcissism at its peak. And so you penalize the kids and make them adjust to you because you're a lonely heart. The kids got to live out of backpacks. The kids got to move in with teenagers they don't even know. I mean, please. The lesser of two evils. That's what I'm talking about. I think co-parenting is almost criminal at this point. When the statistics come out in 20 years about the devastating impact of co-parenting, you'll come back to me and say, coach was right yet again. Yet again, CGA was right because there's no statistics. We make it work, but we put blinders on. We put blinders on. It does not work. It's actually going to be come out to be devastating in the future. Just watch. Just watch when the statistics come out. All right. Uh, shout out to, did I get you? Let me see if I can say your government name. Is it Jabri? Jabrizi in the building. I believe I know who you are. Shout out to you, Jabrizi. I can say your name. All right. The irony is for the black men in the manosphere who are trying to get the advantage. He says the irony for... Uh, the black men in the manosphere who are trying to get the advantage, those who have those who have the advantage shame you and aren't following in the steps of their parents that gave you them 
or that gave them the advantage. Sorry, I messed that part up because it's seen as outdated thinking. But what you're saying is the black men who follow what we're talking about get a significant advantage. Just think about it. Guys that say, you know, the passport guys are getting all the hell now. They've got the advantage. They have an economic advantage and they're getting the advantage going. I'm going to make an advantage of myself. I got my economics together and I got favor. I get the advantage. Uh, men who go free agent lifestyle, men who go MGTOW, men who go uh, whatever, whatever. We're getting an advantage. And then they're seeing, oh, no, no, we want you to think like this. Again, I've always used this, this statement. Women say we want men to lead. But when men lead, it's always they want to dictate how men lead. When, when, I want you to understand something. When you tell a person to lead, you can't dictate how they lead, right? You need to lead. He leads. Not like that. We want you to lead like this. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> you told me to step up. Now I stepped up. You don't like how I stepped up. Mm. Shout out to Jabrizi in the building. It's one of those things that, that uh, it says, well, then if you don't like how I lead, we're going to go our own way. All right. Uh, we're going to go to Venmo before we get to the main event. I need a bell ringing here. Uh, is it um, Burley Smith, coach? I'm in uh, LE. I'm not sure what that is. And get called an Uncle Tom regularly because I don't subscribe to the modern day Jim Crow systematic racism BS. Life is about choices no matter where you're from or the color of your skin. Keep killing it, CGA. Yep. And again, that's that's one of the things that I, I bring here. And they're going to call that that's right wing politics. You're Uncle Tom. I'm like, they want you to forever be a victim. They want you to forever be like, oh, Uncle Master, help me. No, nah, man, I'm not doing that. I'm a little bit of Coach Lini in the building, man. I'm like, I'm making my own path. Hell with it. Miles M says, Coach Lini, urgent message. One of my former college teammates is getting married in a couple months, and he's taking his wife's last name. Like Craig Robinson in the hot tub time machine. Give him the buzzer. He says, I DM you the pictures of what you look like on Instagram. Um, interesting. What I look or oh, what they look like. I'm sure she's a plumper. Well, I mean, but listen, it's crazy. Albert Ingram, I'm glad you pointed out, pointed this out, because people say you contradict yourself by telling men not to get married, but turn around and complain about single motherism and how feminism destroys society. I always have to point that out because they're like, you're you're making the problem worse. And I'm like, don't blame me now. Don't blame me. I didn't make this problem. All right. I'm making the adjustment. And the adjustment is this. Go free agent. And then as a result, you will come back and you'll be able to make a decision on what's proper for you. You'll be able to say, okay, I'm ready to have a family because I have leverage. I have options. But trying to make it work. And, I, and I'm sad that people are trying to point me out. And, and anybody in the manosphere. As making, creating a problem. We're not creating any problem. We've caused the adjustment of many men. That's what they don't like. They don't like that we've adjusted to their bullshit. All while they don't make the adjustment at all. Turnpike Tyrone, you never heard about the single mother raised divorced great men even getting their dad's side of the story. Yep. It's likely because they kind of, wait. It's likely because those kind of men 
never want to admit their mothers were the problem. That's another thing that we pointed out. A lot of you guys don't want to slap your mom like the Three Stooges and lead your mother. A lot of you guys are son husbands. A lot of adult men fear their mother. A lot of you guys are pedestalizing a mother in the way Tupac pedestalized his mother. <laughs> a lot of you guys won't go to your mother and be like, damn, you caused this calamity. Or you were a victim of it because you're, even her mother caused that calamity. My mama was a crack fiend mama. But I see you're like a black queen mama. So we need to get rid of that. We need to flush that mentality down the toilet. That's tragic. And I like Tupac. I like Tupac. But that's tragic. That is tragic. We're going to celebrate you no matter what. Mother's Day comes around. You guys roll out the red copper for mama. She didn't destroy your family six ways a Sunday. I mean, she didn't destroy you. She didn't turn your family upside down. So did the daddy. Because people are like, what about the daddy? She picked them. Many of your mamas got two and three baby daddies. <laughs> That's a sad celebration. That's celebrating death and decay. But what I say, that's, that's misogyny. Doesn't mean you shouldn't love your mother. I'm just saying, let's call a spade a spade. Many of you thought you had a deadbeat daddy. All you had was a bitter mama. All you had was a bitter mama. And you won't find out until you're a full-grown-ass adult. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no government name says, CGA, divorce also affects the family at large. My older sister wrecked her home for Pookie. Not long after that, my mom died from the shame it put on my family. Wow, I had to play the funeral expenses out of pocket along with this straggles needing money to eat, shaking my head. Wow. See, that I don't haven't experienced. I have sisters. I don't want to put their business out, but I think um, one of them has gotten a divorce. And uh, yeah, it's going to affect you because then those people start looking at you. Help me out. And then, and then when your parents die, you got to oftentimes pay for their expenses because or run a GoFundMe. It's going to affect you financially. And then since the parents die, you are now the person that they're going to look to. Okay, you the man, take care of us. And she's 40 years old eating dog food. Because that's what happens to divorced women. People need to shine a light on women past the age of 60 that aren't married. They be eating dog food. Not all of them, but a lot of them. I showed you that one video and we're going to do the thing here. I showed you that one video of that black woman that lived up in Seattle. Remember, and she was sitting up there. She was an activist. They're always going to be activists. Oh, she was out on the street. We need to lower rent. We need to have better housing. No, you need a man. That's what you need. Okay. And since you can't get a man to submit or you can submit to a man and your son husbands ran off. Now you're in poverty. She literally had pans. She had pans all around the house, dripping raindrops in her damn one bedroom house. One bedroom ass apartment. And she sat up there with her wig on, her fully manicured wig and her nails done, trying to figure out why society's screwing her. What? I mean, dude, I'm tired of the bullshit. <laughs> you need to submit to a man. That's what you need to do, period. And when you say that, that's misogyny. Why don't you find a man? Yeah, mold everywhere. 
rats, roaches. She got bowls of dog food and plates, dishes all stacked up to go boxes everywhere. And now we're going to sit here going, yeah, we need to help this woman out. I don't think so. I'm not, I don't think so. I don't feel sorry for her at all. You, you had your chance and you blew it. Okay. Let's get into this story about CNN doing a hit em up style on the manosphere. Thanks. Hey, do me a favor. Hit the like button in the building. We got near, we got near 50% likes, but hit the like button. Uh, here it is right here. Oh, uh, before we show you that clip, that clip is going to get somebody in trouble. Uh, let's preface this, that this is a CNN article. And as of September 7th, CNN ratings continue to tank as boss Chris Licht, pause, has his work cut out for him. So let's just preface this. CNN is in the gutter. All right. CNN as a organization is in trouble. New, 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 new world order. So they have to create some sort of narrative. They got to create the bad guy. Orange man bad is not giving them ratings. Uh, but so here's the article that they presented here. I hate when they do this with this banner. I can't even see the damn title. It says right here, misogynist influencers are trending right now. Mm. I mean, if Kevin Samuels survived his situation, he would be he would be public enemy number one by this point. But he created a vacuum. He created a hole for a lot of, another guy to kind of get a little bit of influence in the man. It's, it's of my opinion that they intended this for Kevin. They intended this for Kevin. Unfortunately, he, 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 he's no longer here. So they created an opportunity for Andrew to, to fill that void. And then they went in on him. Obviously we're in an election year. We're in an election year. We're in a situation where women are struggling financially. Women have changed overwhelmingly. We're going to go over the data, what they missed out. All right. But, but, but now they're going in on Andrew Tate and the rest of the manosphere, if you will. And diffusing their message is a complex task. Diffusing the message. This is written by, we believe somebody, I don't know what her pronouns are, but she appears to be a woman in here. And she appears to be very sassy. Um, and um, and uh, so forth and so on. All right, so uh, let me play this quick clip right here. It's a few seconds. I want you to go ahead and listen to this clip right here. And let's go ahead and play it. In 1943, the following... Let's not play it because we're going to go off chipmunk mode. All right. I'm in a rush sometimes, so I got to hear things pretty quickly. Total government is communism. In 1943, the following directive was issued from party headquarters to all communists in the United States. It read, when certain obstructionists become too irritating, Label them, after suitable buildups, as fascist or Nazi or anti-Semitic and use the prestige of anti-fascist and tolerance organizations to discredit them. In the public mind, constantly associate those who oppose us with those names which already have a bad smell. The association will, after enough repetition, become fact in the public mind. Okay. Just wanted to share that with you right there. If you want to see that video, go pull it up yourself. <laughs> but associate them with names that already have a bad smell. And it'll become real in the public's mind. That's what he said. What is the term that they're trying to label? Men that are trying to point out obvious injustices. Obvious. Obvious discrepancies. Obvious situations. 
they use this term right here. It's always this. It's misogynist. They're misogynist. They didn't say influencers. They didn't say male. They didn't say manosphere. They just said, let's just label them all misogynist. And that's the end of it. This is the term that is obviously everybody's going to capture. We'll throw it out there. We won't give anybody else a chance to listen to it. All right. And give their side of the story. We're just going to say these men hate women. AOC just got on uh, GQ magazine and says, I will never be president because men hate women. That is the same thing they're doing here. So we don't come in the spirit of hate. As a matter of fact, let me go ahead and throw up my. So CNN's watching this right now. Says right here, we don't promote hate nor harm. I promote making an adjustment. I promote uh, um, healthy lifestyle choices. What about all of the content creators that does such people who promote self-improvement? We are pointing out obvious flaws in the system that they don't want to correct. Now, we're not going to correct it. You just deal with it. You correct it yourself. Okay. Or you correct it or you deal with it. All right. Let's show you this right here of this clip. I want you to listen to this young lady right here. She's going to basically say what CNN missed. Uh, this is a woman here who says how men react, how how men react to her stuff. And then when she tries to correct women, how they react. Let's listen to this. And this is from a content creator, Fair Use. It is a new content creator named Charles in, Char Char Charles in Charge Podcast Reacts. Shout out to him, Fair Use. Let's go ahead and listen. Regardless of what you think, not one man, and I've spoken to thousands of men from TikTok alone, not one of them has been disrespectful because I did not agree with what they were doing or saying. So when men disagree or she disagrees, the men tend to be like, okay, how can we help? How can we change? How can we correct? All right. So men tend to disagree. Sorry for this wind in the, in the video. But men aren't being disrespectful. Men are trying to figure out what do we do? What do we do? How do we make you happy? What do we do? What do we need to adjust? Now, she's going to talk about when women disagree and how the reaction is. Let's listen. Or their opinions about what was going on in their relationship. Not one. But sadly, when it comes to the 382 women that I have had the opportunity to discuss their relationship issues with, take a lucky guess at how many of them were pissed because I didn't agree with a certain point or how they dealt with a certain situation in their relationship. Each and every man who didn't understand why I felt the way I did, they probed, they asked, they wanted to really understand what was going on in my head. Right? So that's how men deal with things. We say, let's have a meeting of the minds. Let's meet in the middle. And if you refuse to meet in the middle, we'll go our own way. So men tend to probe and ask. Men tend to do it. But when there's obvious disagreement, the other side tend to be like, you're wrong. They get angry. Let's listen. Right. And I did the same to them. So for us to do that meant we were working together. We were trying to communicate in a way that would show each other that we were really trying to understand. We actually met in the middle and we were able to understand each other. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? Correct. So for the few women who are pissed that I don't agree with you, you basically want me to agree because I'm a woman. All right. So shout out to him on that one. And that's basically what CNN is doing as well. They're basically saying you deal with the situation. And if you don't deal with it, you're a misogynist. You're a hater. OK. And before we read the article, I'm giving you guys all of the data right before we deal with it, because because this is how I sell the argument. This is how I when, when you get to by the time you get to the argument, their argument falls apart significantly. Let's deal with how we got here. Let's deal with how we got here. Look at this. 
remember the Me Too movement? That was an absolute abject failure. All right. It was a disaster. It was a disaster. It didn't get it, it didn't get them where they wanted. Matter of fact, men start pulling back at work. And then they start blaming the men for not wanting to be mentors of women in private. And then and then they said women aren't getting promoted as a result of Me Too. Who did that? Not only that, the person who was one of the main points of that movement ended up being charged with what? Guess what? A Me Too, right? And then she made a side deal to pay off the young boy that she assaulted. She was actually the victimizer. And then she tried to play the victim for so long. Her name is Asia Argento. Fell flat on his face. And then you don't hear about it no more. As a matter of fact, if you used to talk about it, they would censor you. Now, you don't even hear about that movement. It fell flat on its face. Because she was, she was actually what we call, what we actually, what we call over here projection. She was actually doing what she was telling the other people she did or she was a victim of. And she was actually the one, she was the culprit. How about this? We have this person right here. We have false grape claims. This woman right here, Nikki Yovino, who was basically went in the court and rolled her eyes. She made up a situation, put two men in not in jail, but cost them their scholarship and their position on football teams. And of course, men do victimize women all the time on this, but alligators, false alligators rarely get punished. And then she got punished and she tried to play the victim. Why did she do this? Because of her situation, her social standing was going to be affected negatively when they found out she got a train ran on her. When men bring this up and false alligators, nobody says anything. We supposed to just deal with it and let them go their own way without punishment. Okay. What about this? OnlyFans. Now, in a time where we have women making millions of dollars on OnlyFans, when OnlyFans is one of these things in these brands that are making billions of dollars, young women are flocking there. Young women that will probably be marriage material at some point, if not when they start the content, at some point down the line. They're basically doing, they're sabotaging their future, but they're going to make some money. OnlyFans is a billion-dollar business, but we're sitting here worried about misogynist content creators. We're wondering why men are making content based on the dating marketplace, and we're trying to figure out what's going on, and we point this out. We're misogynists. This is the problem. See, they're acting like women ain't changed, and we're the ones just hating on them. But you got this going on and women are going, well, I got to do what I got to do. And then they're wondering why men are going, oh, man, these, these girls are 304s. I would never marry a girl like that. Nope, that's misogyny. All right, what about this? Sugar daddy. Remember, we talk about this all the time. Okay. Teachers are turning to sugar daddies because they need to supplement their salaries because. So I could focus on my career. But we're misogynists. <laughs> there's women out here oh you know i gotta do what i got okay you don't want to get married you don't want to have a family you don't want to marry a good man you don't want to build with a good man no 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 i gotta do what i gotta do i gotta do what i gotta do y'all don't see y'all how y'all pigeonhole and so when a man goes these women are focusing on careers all right they're doing their thing and then when they get in the career then they complain about the money they don't have because they actually work in a job that is a part-time job that they're trying to make a full-time job out of but now they gotta go duck sick for the extra money Right. And so how many women are doing this? It's going it's, it's like the, it's actually the new form of relationships for Generation Z. They're doing this more than they're doing Tinder and Bumble. The only people on Tinder and Bumble are what they call leftover women. Of course, now that's misogynist. 
Okay, you see what I'm saying? What about the student loan debt crisis? Overwhelmingly, it's near 70% women holding the student loan debt. They're in financial peril. And they're trying to marry their debt off. Men aren't marrying the debt off. Men aren't marrying them. And then they're saying they're the victim and they're voting in Biden and all whoever they can to fix it. And then when they don't fix it, we're misogynists because <laughs> we don't want to marry them. Now they got to turn the sugar daddies to supplement their income. But but we're the ones. We're the problem, right? What about this? Let's read the statistics. Numerous studies have shown, in fact, nearly 70% of divorces are initiated by women. Oh, we're, but we're the problem over here, right? We're the problem. It says right here, among college-educated women, that number jumps to 90%. But we're the problem. So even when they find a way to get married, over 50% end up in divorce within seven to eight years, within 40 years, 70%. And then most of them are initiated by who? Women. When you call it out, misogyny. What about this? I'm building my case before I read an article. Median age of first marriage. Right here at the 1900s, median age 22. As you went through the 20s, it lowered closer to 21. When you got into the 1950s, which they tell men they want the 1950s version of, of, of men, the traditional men, the, it dipped down to 20, 19, and whatnot, age 20 in 1956. However, after womenism, no-fault divorce, strong and independent government intervention, guess where it ends up? Age 28, within a 40-year period. Oprah Winfrey, strong and independent. You can do it. These boots were made for walking. All of that influence, now it shot up here. And now these women got to pull a hair of Mary. They got to pull a, okay, I got to find a man now and, and freeze up my eggs. And then let him jag off in a Petri dish and then create my family. He'll love that, right? He'll love that. Why aren't men marrying me? Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, AKA nice guys, right? And that's you. Yeah, that's you. And that's What's you. What's wrong with you men? Man up, man up, there he is. Take on our debt, take on our careers, take on our past. What's wrong with you guys? There's no leftover women's misogyny misogyny but that the change has been over here well look at this look at this and then when you can't afford in vitro fertilization you're the problem we need a man that's economically attractive of course you do you're like 10 years in debt you you're 10 years in debt trying to date if not 15 years in debt and now you're trying to date and the men aren't dating you misogyny what about this you got the most virgins in the history of the world for men but the women seem to be having sex, right? What, what's going on here? See, this is a problem. This is your problem. You need to man up. You need to become a better man, all right? You need to do what this guy told you right here, The Rise of Single Lonely Men by Greg Matos.
when this came out in August, there seems to be a issue where they're re revolting. You need to man up. You need to work on your address the skills deficit to meet healthier relationship expectations. I'm sorry, what? Healthier sk relationship skills, where? Seems like the young women are having the, their fun. And then all of a sudden, then they're going to want you to take the leftovers after 10 years. And that's you. Nobody's talking about this. They CNN didn't address this. They did, but they shamed you for it. Did they shame the women doing OnlyFans? Did they shame the women doing sugar daddies? Did they shame the women? No, 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 no. They shamed the incels right here. It's your fault. Greg Maddows shamed you. It's your fault. Your fault. Hmm. Huh? Let's get let's get to the article. Let's get to the article. Huh? <laughs> and then when the men try to find solutions and lead, nope, this is not what we want you to do. We want you to do what we want you to do. Let's read the article by AJ Willington Willingham. Willingham. They're going to go in on Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate, the professional fighter turned media personality who earned the ire and admirations of millions with his viral rants about male dominance and female submission and wealth is everywhere these days, everywhere. By the way, I've always warned the so-called manosphere that despite our disagreements, you're all the same. They lump us all in. Never think that they're, you're different from this. So I remember, I remember a lot of content creators were going in on other content creators in the same space. Well, you're going to cause the problem. Nope, you're all in the same lump. Get used to it. They don't distinguish one from the other. Trust me, they won't. Quote, it doesn't matter that the so-called alpha male podcaster who openly advocates violence against women. <laughs> I mean, I don't listen to everybody's content, but I would be hard-pressed to find him advocating for that. But of course, they got to put that in there. And has been banned by by uh, banned from every social media platform, and that he was kicked off the television show Big Brother for violent and hateful behavior, and had his house raided as a part of an ongoing human traffic investigation. He told Tucker Carlson he was the victim of a sw uh, swatting attempt. Boy, I tell you, man, they listen. This is their narrative. You can't get mad. This is their narrative. <laughs> wow. About all of that is probably false or been disproven and debunked. It says his ideas have already taken root in the minds of countless young men who see him as a role model of masculinity, which is, again, I've been telling you, they don't care about alphas. They care about masculinity. Before it was taken down, his TikTok racked up 11.6 billion views, social media spaces dedicated to teaching his featured accounts or uh, dedicating to his teachings have featured accounts of students as young as middle schoolers parroting his diatribes and harassing female classmates. That's where he messed up. And it says rashes of sexual harassment in schools in the UK and Australia have also been blamed on Tate's influence. Oh my. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. If I'm not mistaken, Andrew Tate blew up during the summer. If I'm not mistaken, his ascent to height was in the summer of 2022. I don't even remember. Like, he blew up in a short time frame. Like, between July and between June and August. There was no school even in session. 
that's when he got humongous on the social media platforms and pause. And now they're saying there's sexual harassment linked to Andrew Tate in schools for young people. I pro that is unreal, but I, I probably, I beg to disagree on that one. I want proof. He's not the only one either. So-called male supremacist views have surged on TikTok and podcasting platforms. Well, when I go on TikTok, that's not what I see. I see a lot of scantily clad young women grinding and jiggling and gyrating and getting millions and billions of views. Are we talking about the influence of that on young women or sexual harassment or anything like that? No. With personalities ranting about the rights of high value, that's Kevin Samuel's snipe, and hyper-masculine men. Hyper-masculine. Those that, uh, those that they define as wealthy, confident, influential, sexually dominant, and either and entitled to subservient from women. Wow. Wow. Subservience from women. Okay, I say there's a lot of people advocating subservient from men. Happy wife, happy life. She wears the pants in the family. She's my better half. I'll sleep on the couch. I'm in the doghouse. I mean, there's plenty of examples of that. Nobody says anything. If left unchecked, human rights groups and policy experts can point to what typically comes next. There's a clear pipeline between misogyny content and large channels of hate documented by the anti-defamation league and similar groups. Such philosophies also, also inspired a rising rate of deadly violence. I don't know if you know, I've never advocated for such a thing, nor have I would say my contemporaries have advocated for anything like that. Combating this dangerous phenomenon requires muscle on multiple fronts in the U.S. and across the world. Organizations are turning to technology and teaching methods to show young men and boys a better path. So there you go again. Don't follow them. Follow us. Who are you? Who are you? New, 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 new world order. Are we letting Greg, the psychologist from Psychology Today, let us know this? Are we letting that therapist, the black woman therapist with the soggy midsection, are we letting her dictate this? Who's the one that is providing the better path? I'm absolutely curious. I want to know. I'm not curious. I already know, but I would love to see what you're doing here. It says right here, they're also applying a more unexpected ingredient, compassion. Okay. Compassion. Again, like, the, like they say, when you disagree, when, it, when you disagree with them, they're just, just going to fight and label you. When you provide men opportunities to make themselves better, open businesses, they don't listen to that part of the message. They find the one thing out of context that they can draw. Just like some people that say, you're wrong politically, socially, or politically. I wasn't wrong. You disagree. Or number one, you took my thing out of, out of, out of, out of frame of reference, and I was ended up right. Just say you don't disagree and move your ass on. The jumble of groups and philosophies that center around ideas of toxic masculinity <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> this is hard to believe, bro. This is hard to believe that, that somebody wrote this, man. I mean, but listen, it's been 10 years. They're not budging. It's commonly referred to as the, quote, manosphere within lies incels, involuntary celibate. So the first group they mentioned 
would be the incels. Obviously, again, labels matter. This is how you present this. Now, I don't subscribe to incelism. I'm pretty sure there could be some watching my channel. I don't know. I'm not an incel. It would be, I'm not, I'm not that. But that is an easy way to label somebody to put the put the but the label of stench stench on you, as I presented earlier. And it's an obvious term that even even people that know we're not incels, they will come over here. Oh, these are just the incels. They might put in here, is this where the incel meeting is? Okay. Obviously, they've been um influenced to say that. But but by the way, did you see the chart where I showed the promiscuity of young women and then they compared it to the prom the, the lack of promiscuity between young men? Did you see that? Maybe we could have a meeting of the minds to discuss why that is. Anybody probably want to address that? It's probably going to get worse over time. And then they go into the next group, men's rights activists. Again, content creators. There needs to be a point where we unite at some point. Because I know people are trying to get leg up on this competition. This competition between content creators is not going to be healthy. Because they look at us as one and the same. They might, you might think you're different. You might think, no, my, my philosophy or my book is different from CGA's book. In the context of the normal mouth breather, oxygen thief, ham and egger, NPC, knuckle dragger, it is not. We're one and the same. And this right here is going to show you they're going to lump everybody together. Right here. It says, within lies incels, men's rights activists. I don't even know why they're taking an L. Pickup artists, there you go. These are all the dating coaches. Pickup artists are lumped in with incels, guys. And the content creators that spread these ideas to the masses all together. Says right here, Brett Steele, Senior Director for Preventing Targeted Violence at the McCain Institute, says men usually flock to the manosphere because they are unhappy in some way. I got a question. What way is that? Care to uh, express why they're unhappy in some way? See, I already laid it out. I already showed you. Why are they unhappy? Wait. I'm not happy. <laughs> why? <laughs> you don't want to mention that, huh? Okay. They're unhappy in some way and searching for a sense of belonging and younger audiences are drawn in by a similar need. Quote, the youth are searching for that sense of belonging. Okay, why are they searching for a sense of belonging? Could it be that they're left out? I just showed you potentially why they're left out. I talk about the young girls have 10,000 followers on TikTok, and they're in the same high school with young boys who don't. He can't scrounge up 25 followers on Instagram. That's a problem socially in dy social dynamics. That is a major problem. So if he's left out and the young girls are celebrities, Hmm. And also the young girls are on seeking and developing their personality and gyrating and shaking. And he's he's not getting a shot. The young girls are dating older men. And they're coming back with bags of money. Right. Got to get my bag and run. <laughs> it's his fault. That you don't want to address it. He says that kind of grounding, that kind of grounding to explain what's happening to them. All right, youths are searching for that sense of belonging. In the last few years, more youths have turned to the co communities online. We've seen a degradation of in-person social skills. And in middle school, 
that's when these social skills are first coming into play. Uh, not that they set two years out at home, <laughs> okay, scared of a virus. That's not the problem. You set them at home behind computer decks while the mom and the dad works outside the home. You set them in front of iPads for two years. That's the pro- that's not the problem with the social skills. It's because they found some manosphere content. They were left at home with lotions, with bottles of lotion, and access to OnlyFans accounts, and access to their middle school compadres wearing bikinis online. Gyre- that's not the problem. You don't want to address that, huh? <laughs> you see what I'm talking about? It's it's them just blaming, and then they're not pulling it back. They saw their ki- they saw their friend that was a junior in high school all of a sudden show up on the college campus, and she got piles and piles full of money from being a sugar baby and dancing on OnlyFans and Instagram and TikTok. <laughs> you didn't see that, did you? That's not a problem in dynamics of social skills. All right. When they saw them last time they saw them at school, they were a junior. They missed graduation. All of a sudden they pull up their phone and this woman's got millions of followers and a bag full of money. Let me see here. We're not going to read much more of this, but still works with several teams that are exploring ways to curb misogyny content and prevent the violence and extremism that sometimes follows one of her teams out at Arizona State University. Well, I see they chose the right university here. Um, let's talk about all the women at ASU working at Tilted Kilt. Let's talk about all those girls at ASU running around here with Devin Booker and the Phoenix Suns. Let's talk about all the girls that work at Hooters in the strip clubs around Phoenix and Tucson. Let's talk about all those girls getting flowed out from Arizona State. Let's talk Arizona State. Really? ASU? (laughs) You took ASU. We put a group together to figure it out. Just look on your campus alone. ASU. (laughs) Oh, my God. Shout out to everybody at ASU. You took ASU? You should have a damn Petri dish full of data to pull down from ASU. My gosh. What's next? San Diego State? What's next? Chico State? What's next? Wisconsin-Madison? <laughs> okay. What party school are you guys going to get together to discover? <laughs> All right. Anyway, one of their teams out at Arizona State University created curricula and lesson plans for fourth and fifth graders to help build social uh, resilience, social resilience at a critical age. Oh, okay. New, 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 new world order. You're also letting them have drag queen performing in their uh, classroom as well. I see you guys got this down pat. We'll listen to you. All right, we'll hand it over to you. <laughs> what? All right, boy. Let's target. Let's not help the men currently. Let's not go to the high schools. Let's not go to the colleges. Let's not go to divorce men. Let's not go to single men. Let's not go to the women. Let's not go to the TikTokers and the OnlyFanners and the Seeking Arrangement Girls. Nope. Let's target the young people and influence them. What we He says, we have to ask things like, what do youth actually, wait, what do, when do youth actually develop the skill set that can prevent some of these risk factors? When do they develop a positive sense of self 
concept. Um, they develop it earlier, but it gets ripped out really quick by teenage years up until their divorces. When do they develop the ability to withstand rejection? It's all on the men. Once young men have made have made contact, once young men have made contact with dangerous parts of the manosphere, okay, at least they're segregating now. Still says uh redirection becomes a main strategy. Redirect, diverting hate. Again, I don't promote hate at all. I love the women, ladies. I love you. It says right here. Uh, maintains a database of terms used in the manosphere. There you go right there. Here it is. Remember, I told you content creators, they're watching. Mr. Steele's probably watching me. AJ Styles, whoever wrote this, is watching. They're watching. What do you have 304 in there? What about monkey double backflip? What about Peace League? Is that in your database too? All you guys that think they're segmenting you and dicing you up between the geniuses of the manosphere or the non-geniuses, they are watching you <laughs> and they're using your damn terms and they got a database. Mm. Who has it in here? Diverting hate has a database of terms used. <laughs> All right. I wonder what terms do you have? Uh, what is one of my favorite new terms? Junior college? I bet you that one's in there. Is junior college in there? What about, yeah, what about the women's one? Starter husbands? Get your bag and run. How about that Gotta one? Gotta get my bag and run. Hey, is this one in here too? What about this one? Is that in there? And that's you. What about this one? I got money. Yeah, they putting it in there right now. What about this one here? I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. Hey, add this one in here. Add this one in here. Add that in there. <laughs> By programming against those words, they can target ads towards people engaging in dangerous conversation in the uh, online public space. The idea, uh-oh, look who they got. Simp enforcer number one. The idea is to redirect people to more pro-social men's organizations. Any names, please? Pro-social men's organizations. Like who? I, I just want to know because I haven't got that advert. Anyone? <laughs> moose locks. They're going to push them to moose locks. All right, here we go. Pro social business organizations. Like the Boys and Girls Club? Like what? They didn't name them. I want to know them. Where's the database of those guys? Derek Jackson? Is Derek Jackson on this list too? What about the dude with the big dreadlocks? What's his name? Is he on there too? It says right here. I think the most pro-social men's organization there is, is the free agent lifestyle. <laughs> uh, here it is right here. Oh, Dr. John Deloney. Dr. John, Dr. John Deloney definitely is one of those guys. And Greg Mathis, whatever his name is. I can't never remember his last name. Greg from Social Psychology, Social Psychology Today. And more positive, positive representations of what masculinity could look like. Could look like. Okay, wait. Positive representations of what masculinity could look like. <laughs> so you don't have a representation. You don't have one. 
So you're just just reacting to us. What it could look like that are not violent and demeaning. Okay, so you don't you have nothing. Mm. <laughs> Essentially, well, we could create a positive representation. We'll get Dr. John Deloney. We'll get Greg Matthews, whatever his name is. We'll get Derek Jackson together. We'll get all of these clowns together. Steve Harvey, let's put them all together. And we'll create our own image. Oh, here's Ted Bunch, the call, the co-founder of A Call to Men. He says one of the keys to pulling men and boys out of the dangerous pipeline of misogyny is to understand where it starts. Oh, this is supposed to be fantastic here. That means he's trying to understand us, correct? A Call to Men partners with schools. No schools partner with me. That's not fair. Companies. I have no company's partner and professional sports organizations to promote what it calls healthy masculinity. So here it is. Concepts like kindness, respect for others. Hold on for a second. Let's go back. This is the brother here. A call to men. A call to men. What are they going to promote? They're not going to address any of the stuff that we're dealing with. We're just going to say they're going to promote concepts like kindness respect for others and an understanding that in a patriarchal society men have an opportunity to use their power to protect misogyny teaches men that aggression and violence and the dominance of others is somehow embedded in their dna this is what ted bunch says it's not it is not no it is the way men are socialized it's your fault hold on for a second he's gonna say says right here, in a male-dominated patriarchal society, all are taught that women and girls have less value and that on the same, wait, and, or that on some level, they are property. <laughs> One of the first priorities of a call to men is also to mitigate the harm such thinking causes others, Bunch says. He's watching too, by the way. But seeing misogyny as a learned experience, also presents an opportunity for compassion. Hold on for a second. Let's do that again here. But seeing misogyny as a learned experience also presents an opportunity for compassion. This guy knows all the key terms. Bunch stresses that ACTM and similar organizations for men don't take stances that masculinity is inherently toxic. Okay. Or that manhood should be punished. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. Rather, his organization strives to give men opportunities to think differently about what exactly being a man means or a man means. Okay, but what does it mean? It says right here, we were in rooms. What's this? When we're in rooms with men and we start unpacking. This sounds like therapy to me. We start unpacking how we've been socialized. They are thirsty for this information, he says. We also point out that healthy manhood is an inward thing as well as an outward thing. This is exciting. This sounds fantastic. Huh? Bunch says men have higher rates of deletion and early death. This is true. I'm glad he acknowledged that. They struggle silently with anxiety and depression. Oh, it sounded like therapy now. They sometimes... 
they sometimes forego basic medical care. Looking tough, being tough, those kinds of expectations harm men as well. Interesting. This article is a little bit more lengthy. We're not going to go in there, but they do have a paid content. Oh, that's the content below it. Oh, I was just wondering, is this paid content? Or what's below it is paid content. I'm not sure what's going on here. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> Man, holy moly, boy, that was tough to read and touch to, tough to listen to on both sides of the argument here. I understand that violence against people is uncalled for. I never celebrate that, nor do I acknowledge it. And I don't think anybody does. It's hard to actually prove that. Of course, they're going to use small representations clips to do so. But of course, when you're gone and they've eliminated you and they've castrated you, then all of a sudden they're going to celebrate you. Unfortunately, we're seeing that with Kevin Samuels. I'm seeing a lot of people trying to imitate, imitate Kevin Samuels, namely female content creators. If not, they're trying to imitate him. And they're using the same talking points that he was talking about that he kind of adopted since he was selling cologne. Then all of a sudden he adopted it. And then now he took it to greater heights and he became the man, the targeted man. And guess what? And guess what? Now they're saying he was right all along. Oh, mm. uh, you know, he was kind of on to something. Of course, after you demonized him and you made him out to be the enemy and a misogynist, he was actually telling the truth. When you found his content, when he was going in on men, you were like, oh, actually, this is pretty good. When we tried to tell you, he's been trying to take men to task as well. Nobody wanted to listen to that. Oh, uh, no, he's not. He just hate women. No, he did not. He was actually taking men to task before he started taking the women to task. But you only found that content later after he was dead all right it's sad mm. it's absolutely sad now what about the female content creators that has jumped on here and got themselves a bag gotta get my bag and run are they going to be the ones to face the brunt of this issues here are they going to do it or are they going to switch gears like i told you they're the justin timberlakes of this industry all of a sudden when the heat is on they're going to start shuffling making traveling content mm. all of a sudden they're going to be making perfume and cologne content all of a sudden, they're going to abandon ship. Like I told you, they're going to do. All of a sudden, they're going to, they black and Justin Timberlake ran cornrows. And then all of a sudden, when the heat is on, he running around living in the suburbs, talking about I ain't seen nothing and heard nothing. <laughs> okay. All of a sudden, they're going to be making fitness and, and, and uh, uh, naked yoga content. Those female content creators. Hmm? All right, let me get to these people here, man. Thank you for the contribution. Oh, by the way, that article came out the day after it said CNN's ratings are tanking. I meant to point that out. The article of the CNN ratings tanking article came out a day before this article comes out. <laughs> Just so you know. Crazy. All right. Cash apps, because I know I'm way behind on you, brothers, man. Uh, we're going to do the rest and shuffle on out of here. Shout out to your boy, Scooped, in the building. Yes, indeed. Acido Rusco says... Him, a notorious metaphile. Uh-huh. But what about that? Anyway, shout out to Brian Horsley in the building with a, what is this? This is a sponsorship. This is a sponsorship. I got money. Shout out to Pindar. The new normal equals depopulation in numerology. Really? Wow. Mm. Shout out to Rob says, check your IG. Sent a bitter baby mama admits hate. All right, check that out. Is it in the DMs? I don't even know. 
in the DM. It goes down in the DMs. What about that culture? It goes down in the DMs. We're not going to acknowledge that. No government name says how many old remarried, how many olds remarried in 1950 versus today. A lot of people remarried. That's why the divorce statistics are where they are, by the way. Because a lot of people remarried. They got married three, four, five times. Okay. But once these baby boomers die off, <laughs> because baby boomers are still divorcing each other, the highest rate of divorce is in the baby boomer culture. They're still divorcing each other, right? They're going nuts right now. Age 50 to 59 is a huge divorce. But again, there's people going to try to find marriages in their soulmate when they're 69 years old. All right, despicable. Mr. Professional Advisor says, I went cray-cray on the FUPA print. Oh, 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 you like that? You like the FUPA print? Mm. Shout out to Taskmaster. He says, I told you about them bills. Have a good one, CGA. I don't think that we don't play them this year. So I'm glad. I don't think they're on my schedule. Maybe they are. Shout out to Marriage or Hell No. Marriage or Hell No. Keep cooking, CGA. Men are saying enough is enough. And again, I think men are very conscious that we should be meeting in the middle. We have great ideas over here. We're acknowledging faults on the side that people are ignoring, but nobody wants to hear our fault. Nobody wants to hear our side of the story. Nobody wants to meet us in the middle. Have you noticed that? They're just like, this is going too far. Shout out to pretentious Latin name, something like Latinx. He says, hold the line, men. The Matrix is on its last leg. It is. They, they don't have nothing else to do, but now they're scrambling and shuffling. It's too late. You guys ignored this problem way too long. And now we're in a situation now where it's, it's a threat. It's a threat. That's the position that they're taking. This is a threat. Well, why? You ignored it for too long. You were like, just, just marry. Just, just get over it. Just you're bitter hurt. You're just a misogynist. You hate women. You're gay. You're an incel. They tried everything. And then when them brothers went and got their passport, When them black men, because black men, you are the foot soldiers of society. You are the leftover takers. You are the cleanup men. You are the individuals expected to clean up the bullshit. You guys are the ones that's supposed to be happy with anything. I think that was the last straw. All right, Andrew Tate and the passport guys were the last straw. They said, we've had it. <laughs> we've had it. No, this is going on too much. MGTOW had their run, all right? They had their run. They were like, oh, these guys are this and that. Oh, they're gay. They're just saying gay and incels don't listen to them. Kevin Samuels popped up. Okay, all right, wait a minute. Andrew Tate popped up. They're like, oh, hold on. Passport bros came. They was like this. Oh, hold up. They're like, we got to deal with this. <laughs> we got to figure this out. They have a problem on their hands, and it's too late. It's too late, too late, baby, bye-bye. They sweat bullets. Where are we at? This is, wait, wait, wait. Is this Jabizi again? Did I click on you twice? The irony is that for black men in the manosphere who are trying to get that event. Oh, wait a minute. I clicked on that twice. Jabrizi Magic is in the building. Oh, I got logged out. PayPal said enough with you. <laughs> they were like done. All right, now I don't know where I'm at. All right, wait a minute. Am I repeating Super Chats? Maybe I am. Oh, I was on Cash App. That's why. All right, shout out to Half Space Will Travel. Coach Kadamas, a fat 304 at my job, had a dead 
TSL. TSL. I don't know what that means. Anybody? What is the DSL? The TSL. What is the debt? What's the TSL? <laughs> Anybody know? Tesla. Oh, okay, Tesla. Oh, I think that's what it is, a Tesla. Okay, yeah, that's that's the guy that sent it. So uh, he says a three of that 304 at my job had a dead Tesla. So she came out. She came out. I've been warning you guys, all right? She came out from work, and her Tesla was dead. Mm. Now, my question is, what did she do next? What happened next? What did she do next? That's what, I, that's what I'm curious about because everybody's like, oh, it's easy. You just charge the stuff up at home. <laughs> does, it, does it drain more based on the weight? Does it drain more because you were bigger? I don't know. These are all honest questions. I'm not trying to demean the person, but if you carry more weight, it's like a truck. Let me just say this. It's like a truck. The more load you have in the truck, the more gas it burns. So in a Tesla, if you're bigger and it carries more weight, do you run the battery down? <laughs> oh man wow she need to carry that generator somebody don't know oh man i don't know man i'm curious to see what happened there wow and then john says protect coach at all costs cna trying to steal the free agent lifestyle yes they're trying to stop the free agent lifestyle and steal it that man that guy was like we got to call them in we're going to steal these guys. I'm going to tell you, man, the church has tried this BS too long time ago. We'll get the men together. No, nope, you failed. Mr. Anson says, see, then a bunch of chumps and weirdos and gumps. Yep. They're, they're out of touch. Most of the time, these people know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. You guys, the man, that's like telling men to go back to church. You guys have no hope. It's over. Dudes aren't going back to church. Look at the statistics of men who have dropped out of church. Then look at the statistics of black men who dropped out of church. It's over. Y'all can't be like, well, let's just go back to church and let's have a kumbaya. It's over. Mm. Y'all need real, y'all need to address the issues. Address the real issues. But y'all refuse to address it. That's y'all's fault. All right. I'm not going to be bad at it. I'm living the free agent lifestyle. Like Sizzo. He says free agent lifestyle Fridays. I'm at my job this weekend. He says, yo, coach, the significance of the year 2022 with all of its events. Could this be the return of masculinity over the world? Uh, it could be, right? New, oh. new, 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 new he says order. King Charles is in session, Sean. Wake up, free agents. There's definitely a tide that's shifting. Just think about, you know, the person you can't talk about that they're trying to frame as the little mustache guy, the, the little guy over in Russia. Look at what they're doing. China, look at what they're doing. Uh, look at what China and Russia are promoting in terms of their young people. Uh, Russia overwhelmingly was like, we need to get these men off of these devices. China was like, we have a masculinity crisis that they promoted and pushed out to the West, basically saying, we're going to get our men in shape. Okay. And we're going to push masculinity, if you will. Now they have their economic problems, but what they doing? They're not backing down. They're going, we going in full front. Meanwhile, guess what we got over here? I've done some dumb things. And I'll do dumb things again. Shout out to, uh, hold on for a second. I got a bill. All right. Hold on for a second. Somebody sent me a bill. Nah, no, he didn't. He canceled it. All right, shout out to who is this right here? We're going to call you ECS. He didn't say anything. Shout out to you. He sent me a bill on accident first. 
KT the King is here. He says, I see a lot of high-quality Instagram post clips coming out of this live stream today, CGA, from how co-parenting doesn't work, divorce is like death for kids to men, and how men are being told by CNN to stay silent about holding women accountable from their hypocritical behavior. Yeah, man, that was... Your rent's due, motherfucker! I mean, until they start addressing that, it's going to be hard for to get men to hear it. And to be quite honestly, the media is not in the streets, right? They're not dealing with the repercussions. They're not dealing with it. Kaylin says, I said it before, if married women value their husband's salami as much as their pocketbooks, now I don't think things might be different. Women want to be sexually liberated. That's what they wanted. And before marriage, and instead of remaining virgins till marriage, it's hard to find one. Men don't have to tie the knot anymore. Men don't have to get married anymore. That was the driving force for men to get married, to be able to lay down with a woman. That was the driving force. You remove that, it's over. Misogyny didn't create today's hookup culture. Women and feminism did. Yep, and this woman's going to acknowledge it right here. We didn't create the culture. We're basically adjusting to the culture. Okay, so this is for all of my single over 30 people. Is anybody else just over this hookup culture? She said, is anybody else just over this hookup culture? That means you participated in it. You didn't? I mean, I get it. I, I was doing it, but now I want men to act up. No, too late. Kevin W. says, first it was me. Oh, you, you're on to something right here. You're on to something. Listen, first it was music. Then it was video games. Now it's the manosphere. It's a matter of time before every violent act is linked to the sphere. And they've been trying it already. That young brother in Memphis, who went cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, I'm surprised they haven't attached him to the manosphere. But the, the reason I think the reason why they haven't is because he's black. Had it been a white dude, they would definitely have attached him to Rolo Tomasi or something like that. <laughs> uh, anyway. Had he been white, they would have been like, Rolo. <laughs> they wouldn't have said CGA. <laughs> Come on, man. I have to get one out. That's not a sneak this either. I was just saying white Manosphere content creator. <laughs> that wasn't a shot. That wasn't a shot. Come on. Relax. <laughs> okay. Since they're watching and you want to get somebody. No, I'm just <laughs> all right. Shout out. They gonna be bad. Shout out to Job Pillow. He says no government. I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. Oh my goodness. Anyway, that's not his real name. He says, Where's the sign-up link for a call to men? My bad. Oh my goodness. Anyway, I got off base. Sorry about that. Meg, this is a comedy show. This is edutainment, man. This is edutainment. Relax. All right, anyway, sorry, man. I got distracted. Sorry for that. No government name is in the building. In the building. I'm not snitching. I'm not snitching. I'm not snitching. <laughs> I'm not dry snitching. You know, we want all, we're a competition here. Man, hold on. I, I'm going to come back to this one. 
Uh, Chairman Mo, he says the, attack, the attacks made against the Manosphere and RP community by the usual suspects is sickening. He says it just shows how these people are completely in denial about the real state of marriage, divorce, children, family, dating. Um, as a Canadian Chinese dude, this reminds me of how our own people were in denial about how messed up the Bruce Lee community had been for the last 200 years. Thankfully, in the 70s, the people of the Bruce Lee community finally had a meeting of the minds at various fronts on various fronts and began to reform themselves. Yet even now, my people are still in rebuilding mode. It's going to take time. Despite all of this, look at how China and the rest of the Chinese community have grown so much stronger in the last 50 years. God willing, perhaps I will live long enough to see my people take their retake their rightful place in the world, which their dynasties have been very much prestigious in the past. However, things will not change for the better if people refuse to take off their damn blinders, take responsibility for their actions and accountability and fix themselves. That CNA, that CNN article is full of denial and gibberish. Enough is enough. Yep, I'm not hearing accountability on the other side. That's what they missed. If you want to know, well, what did they miss? Accountability. They just addressed the men and they were like, they're the problem. Why? Shout out to DJ CVR. He says, on my break, slaving on my visit to Florida, passport in pocket, biz in, I believe, South Dakota, apartment in Kansas. Respect to you, coach, and the manosphere. Shout out to you, my man, getting his travel on. Right? Sounds like he's going overseas, as they say. The Jimmy ZTT rounds off PayPal stability. The only thing all men want that you don't want to give us, right? You made a new normal and men going their own way, going overseas and just saying enough is enough. How are you going to re-educate the youth when 40% of the men are saying peace out and staying, uh, start living a free and peaceful lifestyle, free agency versus the you-know-who NWO free agent forever? Yeah, we're not taking on this thing. I mean, they got problems and they're not addressing it. Uh, sad. Venmo to end it. Hit the like button on the way out. Shout out to Albert Ingram. A lot of women say the false allegations are for the women who actually went through it but didn't say anything. That's a bullcrap excuse. And that's like, I mean, again, that's kind of like what we have in the racial problem where we're, we want white people penalized for the past acts of white folks. I get the whole argument. Yeah, these white people had an advantage down the line. However, during that same time they were gaining the advantage, single mother rape, crime, deletion within your own community. It wasn't like there was like, they you guys were making good choices in the last 50 years that didn't negatively impact you while they were getting an advantage. There was an advantage for sure. There was supremacy for sure, what have you. I agree. But there were also just a whole bunch of debauchery on your side. What about the hypersexualized culture all through the 90s and the 80s? What about Freddie Jackson and Luther Vandross? What about all of them simp-ass R&B musicians in the 80s? What about gangster rap? What about the promotion of gangster rap? What about all I want to do is zoom, 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 and a boom, boom? What about black exploitation films and pimpism? What about all of that? The welfare acts? What about all of that? That all contributes. What about the high homicide rate between black males? What about that? Mm. All right. It's the same thing on this side. Now you're penalizing the men currently for the men who got away with the bullshit. But all during this time, what are you doing? Only fans, sugar daddying, racking up loans, being in these streets, cheating on your husbands, divorcing them. Huh? 
What about that? Nah, that ain't the problem, huh? I see. What about zero fallout? Even if aliens are attacking Earth, it will somehow end up that women are most affected and it will be. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. It is. It's always your fault. Eat it up. Shout out to who is in here. Mr. D. Brown. Pause. He says, got your books and paying my dues. Appreciate it, man. Thank you, sir. Free Agent Lifestyle and De-Evolution. The links are in the description box below. CNN. All right. Number one stunner. What, 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 what? They never attach the shooters to fatherlessness. They never do. Many of the shooters that they're claiming were Manosphere related came from either a divorced or a broken home. They're silent on that. The occasional time where it doesn't, they'll trot the father's ass out there. They'll be like, all right, we interviewed the father. Okay, what about the ones that the father wasn't interviewed? You can almost suggest that they were probably just living with their mom or divorced family. More likely than not. What about that boy in Memphis? I guarantee you he had no father. Guarantee you. Is that part of the problem? Or it was it Jermaine's fault? Was it the father's fault? And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. <laughs> Jermaine, chill the hell out, man. All right, you causing all these problems in the world. All right, shout out to the coach gang. Hey, man, have a fantastic weekend. We ready to go. Thank you for joining the stream. Hit the like button on the way out. We'll be back on Sunday. Money Mindset will be on another day because I will be enjoying the Raiders and the Chargers. But we will have members content on members only. Uh, members only. <laughs> content on locals.com. Coach Greg Adams, locals.com. We will have that probably pregame and all of that stuff. Enjoy your weekend. Go get your money. Go get paid. Live the free age lifestyle. And don't worry about all these people trying to blame you. Let's blame some of these people right here. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out. Hi, my name is Haley. I'm a blonde. I have no tips. I make boys fall in love with me. They always throwing fits. I like being single. No, I've never been cussed. These boys want our relationship, but I'm just trying to f I'm over it. So fucking over. I'm about to be a fucking hoe, but I'm about to be the biggest fucking hoe, bro. Watch me, bro. I'm about to be a hoe for real. I'm about to be the biggest hoe on my fucking life, bro. I'm about to be a hoe. I'm about to be a hoe. Yo, y'all niggas is not worth it, bro. I'm about to be like, eh, 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 eh. Here's the thing, you know, if you're broke, just say that. Don't be mad at me for charging people for my time, materials, and effort. God. I am not mad that you teenagers don't find me hot. I understand that this is not the desirable body type in your age group. But in my age group, I'm decent. And in your dad's age group, I'm a fucking 10, baby. Girl, Josie. I love Josie. <laughs> Josie's so drunk, but I love Josie. <laughs> Josie, you're I'm like hotter than average. 
take the average. I'm hotter than average. I'm smarter than average. I'm funnier than average. I'm above, I'm an above average individual. I'm 33 and I look like young. So yeah, I'm pretty sure that I deserve an insanely rich guy.